Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, now. Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What I, Allison, where do you, you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We talk about all sorts of dirty stuff, but also parenting stuff. Yeah, so. Check out Childish, new episodes every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm very excited to have my guest on today. It is actor, comedian, writer, Bobby Moynihan. He was on SNL for, if I did my math correctly, nine seasons. He does voices on tons of animated stuff. He appears on TV. He's in movies. And right now he is playing Jaden Quapis on the NBC comedy Mr. Mayor. And he's also in something called Lofi, which I need to find out more about. (laughs) Hello, and welcome back to the show. Hey, how are you? Good to see you again. Good to see you, too. You were last on in 2013. Wow. Yeah, I know. it's. uh, I didn't realize it was that long ago either. And you were talking about the fact that you had turned, you were now 36, and you felt like it might be time (laughs) to grow up, and that you did want kids someday. But at that point, you said SNL was like your kid. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And look at you. Like now you, you've now done I have it. actual children. An actual, wait, children. I have children. an actual child. Well, no, oh, I have an actual child. Yes. I <laughs> named her S and I named her SNL. Weird enough. No, I'm just kidding. Uh. Well, that, that, that makes sense then. There's continuity in your own life. Um, yep. you've, you've moved cross country. You're not doing SNL anymore. You're doing other stuff. You are married. You have a child. Fill me. Tell, fill me. I, I want to hear everything, Bobby. Fill me in. <laughs> that that that's pretty much it. Uh, other than that, <laughs> other than that, we haven't left the house in a year. Yeah, but uh, that yeah, no, that honestly, that that's it. Ever since SNL got married, had a baby, uh, been living life, doing a lot of cartoons. Moved out to LA. It's it's nice out here. We bought a house out here, and uh, all is well. How are you? I'm good. Um, <laughs> since I last talked to you, I've talked to to your wife, Bryn, a little bit over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for people who don't know, your wife is a very lovely and super talented Broadway star. And All facts. Yes. I've seen her in Annie. I've seen her in... Oh, no. What's yep. the name of the one about <laughs> Las Vegas? Uh, Honeymoon in Vegas. Honeymoon in Vegas. Yes. Saw her in... Um, Oh no, I'm blanking Probably on Probably Wicked. I don't think I ever saw her. In, maybe I only saw her in those two. I feel like I've seen her in more stuff, but yeah, I'm always I'm always blown away. This isn't about Bryn though. <laughs> but anyway, please give my love to her. But I will. I will. I'm wonder and you know what? Maybe it is about Bryn. I'm wondering how she's it's doing. All, it is. It's all about Bryn, in my life, <laughs> as it should be. I'm wondering how she's doing out here when Broadway's all the way across the country. Uh, yeah, and non-existent at the moment, unfortunately. Right. Uh, uh, she's doing well. Um, we're we're doing okay. Thank God we have uh, uh, an absolutely wonderful child to keep us busy. But um, yeah, all all is well. Yeah. So 
I do want to find out about your decision to leave SNL and to move cross country and all that. But let's just get into the Mr. Mayor stuff because I didn't, I, I recently learned that Mr. Mayor was originally supposed to be a spinoff of 30 Rock, right? Uh, I mean, not some, I, I'm not sure actually. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I read and tell me if this jives with what you know, because the truth is I didn't get this from an inside source. I got this from an outside source, a little something I call Wikipedia. So perhaps it's wrong, <laughs> but what it said was initially it was supposed to be following Jack Donaghy's like entrance into politics. And then Alec Baldwin dropped out. Ted Danson signed on, but he didn't want to live in New York or he didn't want to move to New York. So then it was rewritten as a show, you know, set in Los Angeles. Is that uh, right? I'm, I'm sure in some capacity uh, they they offered it to or or it was thought of for Alex at one Alec at one point and then went the other way. But mm-hmm. I don't know the I don't know the specifics. <laughs> I, right. got, I got hired and I'm happy. So when yeah, when did you get involved? Uh, pretty early on, Tina called me up and said, you know, we're doing a new show and we have this character in mind for you and we would love for you to do it. Would you like to do it? And I said, I said, absolutely. That would be a, that would be a blast. (laughs) How did she explain the character to you? Um, I don't necessarily think she did really. Uh, she kind of just said, are you available and around to work? I had done Kimmy Schmidt with Robert Carlock and, uh, uh, I, Tina's put me in a bunch of things. She's always been absolutely wonderful to me. My first episode of SNL, uh, was the first time she did Sarah Palin. And then, uh, I was in Sisters and I was on 30 Rock a couple times. She, she's just always been wonderful to me. And they, they, they put me on Kimmy Schmidt and I met Robert Carlock and we got, all, we hit it off like gangbusters. Uh, and, uh, they were just like, we're doing this new thing and we would like to work with you. So I think it kind of just, I, I probably like the first time I read the script was like the first time I saw what the character was. And it has changed absolute. I mean, like everything does, mm-hmm. it changes. It changes a million times before it gets to TV. Like the first couple scripts I read, you know, uh, the Holly Hunter character was completely different or wasn't there. And then there was, you know, other it, it, everything changes so many times. Uh, yeah. So it just kind of ended up what you see on TV, <laughs> right? And when did you guys shoot it? Because I was surprised to see that the pandemic reflected in it. Yeah, we started shooting uh, a year ago. Like we shot the first, I think we were in the middle of episodes three and four. Like I was on the pitcher's mound at Dodger Stadium when I found out I got on my, looked at my phone and it said, Tom Hanks uh, says that he has this thing called coronavirus. And I'm like, what? Yes. What are you talking about? Like, I remember just being like, what mm-hmm. and and then the next day that was it and, we, and then it was lockdown uh then we came back i think nine months ten months later almost a, you know and did a couple more episodes and uh have since uh stopped again yeah um was that harrowing going back was that scary i mean harrowing in the sense of like i'm not i'm not a nurse (laughs) you know i'm an actor (laughs) and we were extremely pampered and safe you know like uh it was uh it was a very safe environment yeah i mean like i i i the pretty much the only time i've left my house past the gates or you know in the last year was to go to work for that Mm -hmm. but yeah but it was felt very safe it was it was all wonderful 
I remember, and this is a bit of a gross thing to admit. So judge me if you need to. Um, but just talking about like the first, uh, first learning about coronavirus when I first, first heard about it and like some people are really worried about it. I remember thinking, well, they're saying it's just a cold. I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not scared. Maybe (laughs) I can't, I cannot believe this was my thinking. We can probably like go on a great vacation right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then so fast it turned. I mean, that just is, that was an inaccurate assessment of the situation. (laughs) I just remember thinking like, Kind of the first of it. I remember hearing about it. And then the first thing being on my radar was that Tom Hanks got it. Yeah. And then the next day was like, hey, we don't think we're coming to work tomorrow. And I was like, why? Mm-hmm. And then just didn't leave the house from then on. Right. <laughs> from that moment on, I was like, I'll wait and see. Have, still, still how's waiting. it? Yeah, I know. Although I feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. But my. Always, always. It, but it feels closer with the vaccine, but my ability. No, yeah, the last day, the last like six hours. <laughs> but my ability to withstand <laughs> it is, is becoming less and less. Like I feel like I'm, I almost, it's weird. I almost have a nostalgia for the very beginning or I, I, I have like a fondness for the naivete of the beginning where it's like, oh, look, we get to see in everyone's houses. We're all, well, when I turn on the TV, everyone's connecting from home. <laughs> and now I like there's nothing novel about it at all. Yeah, it's 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 a shame. It's work now. It, it makes you mad. It makes you go like, oh, I wish everyone just stayed home for a couple months in the beginning. <laughs> there were people who were saying just a few weeks and we could have wiped Well, yeah. I, yeah. It's like it's it's if they were like, hey, nobody can leave your house. I'd be like, all right. Um, I, at this point, let, let's do it. Everybody mm-hmm. we, where we in, let's high five and let's do it together. Right. Right. So how have you guys been managing? I'm good. You know, we're, we're, you know, you gotta, you gotta, it's all about self love. I don't know if that's the right, self, uh, what's the right word? Self care. (laughs) Self care, not self love. Well, (laughs) for some people that, that is. Go for it. At this point, (laughs) go for it. That's all I'll say about that. (laughs) No, everything's great. I mean, like, it, it could be so much worse. Yes, of course. But I mean, haven't you found yourself going a little bit nuts? I mean, doesn't everybody? I mean, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just try not to dwell on it. Yeah, try to stay positive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you have been in the news a bit last couple days because you did. Did (laughs) the news? The news. I mean, I I haven't. I don't know if like cable news is covering it. I think they're covering the impeachment trial. But if you type your name into Google, a whole bunch of stuff comes up from a couple days ago because you did a podcast where you talked about Trump a little bit. Oh, and that okay. yeah. Oh, have you not seen this? Uh, no. Oh, let me fill you in, Bobby Moynihan. Um, <laughs> what, a, what a what a gotcha interview, <laughs> Really? So it was your uh, it was your interview with a podcast hosted by a Daily Beast writer, and I am. The, the last laugh. I'm forget. I'm blanking on the name right now. Um, but you talked about Trump hosted SNL in 2015, and you had made a joke at his expense. The drunk uncle character had made a joke at his expense, and then he came up to you, and you were like, "Oh no!" But then he just thanked you for the wonderful words that 
you as drunk uncle had said about him. So he really yeah. didn't get it. That that uh, is being that's going viral, Bobby. <laughs> and then also, <laughs> sure, you said that he was a single quote around this around the beginning and end of the word just not full double quotes just single quote a nightmare but then when you no. dig into it he certainly wasn't the worst but you got like a bratty rich kid vibe yeah and now you're tr- <laughs> and now you're trending <laughs> not oh really. sure i mean, yeah, not at all <laughs> I, I i this is the first i'm hearing of it i do remember doing a podcast uh yeah he sucked he was the worst <laughs> yeah you don't think you're judging him too harshly <laughs> no, <laughs> not even in the slightest. I'm joking. Yeah, um, oh, good, good, good. I got scared for a second. Oh, God. <laughs> I've changed a lot since we last. No, no, no. I was no. say, it's been a while. Oh, my God. Just to set the record straight, <laughs> the I, I, it's impossible to put into words the uh, damage I feel that he has done oh, and it, my fear that the people who, that the insurrectionists will not receive justice uh, like that haunts me it's it's abhorrent <laughs> it's yeah. the worst it's it's absolutely terrible I, I i really am at the point where like even when you were saying his name like i just like i'm like there's part of me that's like i love you allison i don't want to hear his name i don't <laughs> want to hear it i, just I know i don't want to hear it i, don't I know hear it. i'm done i'm done with like giving him any space yeah it has brain. been it has been so nice that Twitter is a uh, um is 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 free of that right now. Yes, yeah, and right. It's been really nice, and it's also it ac- actually feels physically better. Yes, it's also weird to not have Biden in my face all the time. Like I've gotten used to this, just <laughs> there being just a president shaped president i guess just right there taking up my attention and and to have that sort of that space cleared is nice it's it's it is it's nice to yeah it's nice to not have be forced to worry right yes so tell me about it was nine seasons of snl right correct yeah tell me about your decision to leave and moving cross country um nine years it was rough i was getting old uh (laughs) it, it no it was you know it it, it it's either it was either leave or you know get a get a room with Keenan and, and I and 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 those were actually two extremely viable options. Mm-hmm. I I would have stayed there forever if I if I thought my my physical body and my and my if my physical body could take it and my mind and my want for a child wasn't there mm-hmm. I I would have stayed forever. Um, but uh. Yeah, so uh, it just felt time to. It just felt like time to go. Um, and uh, I got married instantly and had a kid, and it was the greatest. Um, I miss it dearly, but uh, I also don't <laughs> in the in the sense of like I can sleep, and mm. uh, my my it, it just was a lot of panic. SNL was my life for nine years, and I I it gave me everything and afforded me everything. It was my dream job, and I still can't believe it. And now my life is my wife and children, and and that's better in so many ways. But you know, SNL is the, is the greatest. But my, as far as my decision to leave, like it wasn't like a big like, you know. It felt the right time all around, and and then and then it was. I mean, nine seasons, one hundred ninety three episodes. I think How- I'm I think I'm the fifth longest running cast member. Bonkers. Who's number four? I. I think it's like 
Keenan, Daryl Hammond, Seth Myers, then Fred Armisen, then like me, and I, I think I only beat like Tim Meadows by like one or two episodes. Like he's technically mm. in ten seasons or something like that. But like they have it by number of episodes on IMDb, and I'm such a weird little SNL nerd that like, yeah, I've I've outed I've clearly outed myself at the moment. But like, still, even that, it's just insane that it was that I was on there that long. Yeah, when we last talked, you talked about <coughs> the um how you would read Jay Moore's book in between yeah. gasping for airtime in between each season, and how I think it was your. Th- third or fourth season was was hard for you because you had been the only new guy and then all of a sudden there was like an influx of eager new talent and so you weren't assured you know airtime as much um and it just sounded like there it was so rewarding but there was this aspect of it that was kind of nail bitey oh always still uh still when i think about it um yeah, well, I mean, in, in any situation, it was a high-pressure situation. Lorne Michaels is, like, a, a very intimidating persona. But, like, now, looking back, I'm like, oh, I should have just enjoyed it and had fun because it uh, it would have been so much easier for myself. Mm-hmm. But then I also look back and go, like, oh, I did. I also had the greatest time of my life. Like, But people don't want to hear that. They want to hear the... They want to hear the after-party <laughs> stories and the, how hard it was. <laughs> well, what I'm wondering, though, is did it – was it like that for all nine seasons? Or did you – do you no. get into a rhythm where you kind of feel – you trust your your position there more? Of, of course. I mean, like, you, you've you've worked at a place for a very, a very long time, you know? Like, I, I – it's also – it's odd with, like – television too it was like in the beginning i thought i was gonna get like fired at any moment there that never ended from start to finish Mm. and like in normal people's jobs i don't think that happens but like Mm. there's like even the opera like you know the opportunity that you could go on and accidentally curse and get fired like you know it was like it it was just always around and you but it's also like it's it's Saturday Night Live. You can't believe that you're there. It's like going to space. You're just like, what's <laughs> happening? And then you're just, and then also you're like, I want to not uh, look back on this in 20 years and hate myself. <laughs> and thank God I don't. Uh, I had a, I had an absolutely wonderful time. If, Wait, I, if if I could go back and do anything differently, I would just slap myself on the face on the first day and go, it's already done you got the job just mm. relax and now just if the more fun you have the more just unadulterated fun you have and confidence in yourself the better you're gonna do and that's all i should have said and walked away that's so true of like everything in life oh yeah i think um so for how many years did you keep your backpack and jacket was it under the couch <laughs> on the way out I think that was early on. That was only early on. Actually, it probably wasn't early on. It was probably like in the middle. And then it stopped. And then I gave up on that. But like, yeah, I was I was terrified of, of that place at one point. And that was so that if you needed to like freak out and grab your shit and go, you you could. Yeah, I definitely had a, a go bag. Like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Which I didn't even know. There was a guy who, uh, a, a former regular on my show, who talked about what did he call it? a bug out bag? I guess that's like a survival thing. Oh, amazing. I've never heard a it. Bug out. Yeah, I think you can even buy like a pre packed bug out bag. Um, I have like 
Oh yeah, I have. We have. I live in LA, and we. The first thing I did was buy those like earthquake kits, where it's just like these big things on wheels with crank radios and water and stuff of water filtration and goggles and now masks and and hand sanitizer and stuff. Fun, okay, so, fun stuff. <laughs> because you said radio, I'm going to share with you something that my child said to me uh, last night that is just pinging around my brain, making me <laughs> worried. And I want to know your thoughts on this. He said to me, mommy, How old? he's, he just turned four. Gotcha. So he said to me, mommy, sometimes I hear conversations. I don't know if he said conversations or people talking that aren't real. And I was like, and then he said, I think it's from an invisible radio. And then he like, like in a playful way showed me where on the carpet. He's like, I think the invisible radio is here. But so th- it's, haha, it's cute. It's, but I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, when it, like, is he hearing voices? What is happening? Does this happen that young? So I looked it up. Um, I don't mean to make light of mental illness at all, but I did look up schizophrenia children and like it's, it doesn't present at four and also, when it be, when it presents in young people, it's like there's a whole bunch of other symptoms. It's not just like commenting on hearing things that are made up. I don't know. It, it but <laughs> I think I had an overreaction. I was going to say that worries me because I would have been like, I see it too. Like I just would have immediately, my improv brain would have said yes, yeah, and it's purple, and it's like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad I should have. I should maybe I should I should worry more. If no. Maybe he he's ne- just pretending. He needed that. Where were you? I wish uh, you just take. Yeah, just take an improv class. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Next time he says that, that's gonna. You know what? When I go in after this show, I'm gonna go tell him that I also see the invisible radio because I didn't. I, I don't if think you, he, if you if you say that and he gets scared, then you know you have a problem. I know, but I don't. Th- I, I was just. I had a. I feel like I had a good. A good game fate. You know, I seemed like into it, but I no, I didn't yes and him. God damn it. <laughs> I need I need to I need to yeah, start that either, scene over again. It's it's either that or you have ghosts. <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't know. And now I'm embarrassed about my reaction because like no, no. of course they're imaginative. Um well, was yeah. The- well I, I I'm trying to think like if it happened multiple times, like if I if I was in the situation where I actually thought my daughter was hearing things, which is, I don't know, I I don't. Who do you are there real Ghostbusters? Who do you call in that situation? This is a well. Good I guess I think it's ghosts, and that's why I should not be a father because I automatically <laughs> go supernatural. Well, for, yeah, except that I I went straight to schizophrenia, so I'd say neither <laughs> of us show, should be. Show, yeah, it shows where we lie. We both need <laughs> neither, class. Neither of us should be parents. <laughs> um, okay, question for you. You you mentioned that you outed yourself as an SNL super fan, but you also previously outed yourself as a lost super fan. Oh yes, yeah. <clears throat> I don't think it came up then. No, it, it did actually. Um, I've never I'm seen sure. Lost. Oh, so okay. But now, uh, hey, I gotta go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I've, you know, I have oodles of time. I mean, not yeah. really with children, but yeah. I'm, I'm open to starting a new show. A lot of people are angry at Lost. Should I watch Lost? Well, I mean, if you're, if you, yes, I love it. I mean, like, uh, yes, some people were angry with the ending. I personally was not. I, 
angry with it. I I I, un, I understood it and I enjoyed it. I, I love the whole show. Uh, Lost also, I think what what people don't realize when they talk about Lost is that it was the show that really, really like reinvented or maybe even started that like, first of all, the pilot's absolutely insane. And then it's like you had to wait a week every week when it was on. You really had to wait. And that was the thing was the waiting and everybody talking about it and like how they're there there were more questions than answers so i don't know what it would be like to just sit down and watch it all in a clip from beginning to mm-hmm. end like to invest like let's just say you you decided like okay i'm going to watch lost from start to finish and that huge chunk yeah i guess maybe You'd, it, it would be, it, it's kind of, it was the, the experience of Lost and the community that it created. Like, you know, like now they have Breaking Bad and it's like kind of like there are shows like that. But mm-hmm. I feel like at the time Lost was the first like real like show that like really made people go like, ooh, what is this? Right. What's going on? I, I There's been no show before or since that the second it was over, I got on message boards and talked <laughs> talk to, talk to people I didn't know about a, a television show. Like, it was fun. I, uh, I found myself not actually commenting, but going on message boards to read about Westworld first in the first season. My sister uh, was super into that, too. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed Westworld. I did not get on message boards, for, but now, I enjoy it. I know that you... At one point, we're into reality shows. Are you still? Because I am obsessed with Below Deck right now. Um, amazing. Uh, I I have seen Below Deck a lot in the beginning. Uh, I I see very little. T- I'm in bed by eight thirty p.m. every night ever oh. since I had a kid. Uh, I'm terrible. Yeah. Um. I uh. Uh. I but I I catch like I'm watching WandaVision right now, and like there are certain things I'll watch. But but yeah, no. I'm I'm my my intake of entertainment has become like a uh, TikTok for five minutes <laughs> like that like like dumb or dumb videos like i i have no attention span anymore i watch a, a, an insane amount of pixar movies and um uh steve and maggie on youtube <laughs> a, oh. a british a british guy with a a, a bird puppet named oh maggie. we haven't uh, seen if, that there's oh, so if you much you don't know steve and maggie no. steve and maggie is the greatest we're he's super into Pokeyo, which he just found. God bless um Pokeyo, Super Y, Blippy comes in and out. Oh, Blippy. Yeah. I kind Blippi. of enjoy Blippy. Yeah. Isn't there like some crazy thing about Blippy though? I don't know. Google Blippy. It's no fun. Oh yeah. No, that came up. Who was it who was just ta- Oh, I was on a I was on a podcast called The Daily Zeitgeist. And Blippi came up and they were like, are you aware of the controversy? And I said, oh, I sure am. So he was, the guy's name is Stephen John, but he was a gross out comedian named Steezy Grossman. And he took a shit on some guy's chest. (laughs) But it's just, I mean, is that not the American dream that now he can be a children's superstar? Like superstar. uh, You shit on a guy's chest one day. Uh, and then another day, uh, uh, someone has a, a stuffed animal that has a voice in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Welcome then, to America. There also was a little bit of controversy, but not in the same fun way. He had um, lo- oh, uh, no. the live blippy experience or something across the country, but it wasn't him. It was someone dressed <laughs> up. 
Oh, it I was just... just like it was just like a pseudo blippy. Yes, a fake blippy. Like Blippo. Gallagher too. Yes. Wait, did you watch Kidding on Showtime with Jim Carrey? I did not. I did oh, okay. Not. I only saw the first season. I need to watch the second season. But there is something in he plays a uh Mr. Rogers type character, but there's like a lie. They're gonna make a oh, lie. I thought on you meant Blippy for a second. Oh like, no, no, no. <laughs> Jim Carrey. <It's> like, what? <laughs> anyway, I I'm realizing they might have like done sort of a take on the whole on the not the ch- chest shitting, but the <laughs> him not being himself. Anyway, anyway, let's get back to you, Bobby. Um No, I s- I'd like to continue talking about Blippy. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you and your wife divvy up the childcare? Because Daniel and I, both of whom work, uh, we're kind of going at the beginning, we're going nuts. And then we like came up with a schedule that changes each day. And one we sort of switch off every three hours. That's pretty good. Uh, I mean, we, I, we're kind of the same, uh, but, but like, I don't think it's as, structured i feel like we're pretty good i'm i'm very much a morning person i get up and like i'm the most effective for the first Mm. couple hours of my day and then i slowly start to lose steam and she's the opposite where like she needs a a build-up and she's so we just kind of fit perfectly that way and yeah and, and i'm able to work from home so we're we're here and and everything's Okay. <laughs> so go to bed. Go to bed by eight thirty. Yeah, end. I wake up early. I wake up like four or five, kind wow. of. Well, well, five usually. I'm I'm exaggerating. I wake up before when I'm when I can't sleep, but I just, get up pretty early. Just to just to hold a mirror up to that. Um, that that it's not like you said. Oh no, I get up at five, and I'm like, oh, because that makes sense. <laughs> like <laughs> those are both insanely early times to be four or five. Yes, yes very much so. And then what time does uh, SN- your- SNL just, I mean, like I was a bartender for many years and like did comedy and then SNL. Like I've always had weird sleep patterns for, for 10 years. I slept for like four hours a night and then from Sunday to Monday, like if like for 20 <laughs> hours straight, like it was like, I, I always had weird sleep patterns, but now I've just kind of had somewhat of a routine for long enough that like. Yeah, I just get real tired early. I just kind of sleep when I feel like it's time. That's that, that that's sense. that self-love <laughs> or yeah. self-care. Yeah. Um yeah, is it even possible to have a child and be doing SNL? I mean, I know it's possible, yeah. but Oh yeah, I, I remember Bill. H- I think Bill. Yeah, Bill Hader had a kid while, while he was on SNL. Yeah, and 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 yeah, it's it's extremely hard, you know. It's I I I wouldn't want to Looking back now, like, I, I don't know. I think obviously I would have been able to do it. You make it through everything, mm-hmm. but uh, it would have been extremely hard. Um, I kind of, there's part of me that wishes I had uh, the, 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 just the implantation that uh, having a child gives you that you are not the most important thing mm-hmm. in the world. Like, I wish I had that before SNL, <laughs> but, uh, but, not the uh but i would have just i would have died from never sleeping right i think yeah did because i remember <clears throat> like the just the insane snl hours the staying up writing all night tuesday did that get more and more difficult as you got older well i mean sure uh, yeah but but it also lessened in a way in the sense of like t- towards 
year eight and nine, like I didn't go to every after party. And, right. you know, sometimes I was home at one fifteen. you know, uh, or I would, the, the show ended and four minutes later, I was walking through Times Square. <laughs> People were like, what just happened? Like, we're just like, and yeah, I, I, I kind of made it easier on myself. But yeah, you, I got old and tired. I was older. I mean, yeah. I was 34 when I, no, 31 when I got it, 30, 31. So I was almost 40 when I left or 40. Was the plan? I don't do math anymore. <laughs> There's no need. Was I the refuse. Pl- <laughs> was the plan always to move to LA? No, no, not at all. I would have stayed in New, in New York for forever. Um, it, 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 it more just felt like, there's more space and the and the work that the the definite job that i had was out here and Mm -hmm. then i got lucky and got more oh wait which was the definite job uh i was on a sitcom called me myself and i and by definite job i mean show that got canceled (laughs) immediately (laughs) (laughs) uh but like at the time you know i should say definite contract signed when so so that is that was the impetus to come here. Um yeah, I mean like it was it was uh SNL was ending. I was looking for the next thing to do. That's such a a huge thing in the in the in the SNL, you know, career spectrum is what are they going to, you know, do when they leave SNL and everyone's like is that why you left? It's like no, it's a job I got. Mm-hmm. We're all, you know, we're comedians working. And yeah, that was the job I took was a CBS sitcom where I was a, a single dad. Um, and I learned a bunch and, and it brought me out here and uh, afforded me to move into a nice house for a pandemic for a year. <laughs> <laughs> do you miss but, New York? I do. Yeah, I do. I, when I, it's so funny to see like people com- like people shoveling snow in their driveway and being like, oh. I know. I do. I do. I, I miss having to put on uh, 50 pounds of clothes to go get a, a bagel in the morning. <laughs> um, your baby was actually born when you guys were still in New York, right? Uh, yes, we. she was born in, in New York City. What was that experience like of having a baby in the city? Because that that seems difficult. Um, It's funny. When you say that, I think of Seth Meyers. Do you know the Seth Meyers story? Oh, right. Where she was born in the elevator, right? Yeah. I just, I, whenever someone says, is like, what is having a baby? Like, I'm like, we didn't have it bad. We didn't have it bad (laughs) at all. Um, uh, it's, uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was crazy. Uh, the, the day it, the day she gave birth, we, we like, you know, went down the stairs. She wasn't feeling what got, got downstairs, got in an Uber and, (laughs) and, and went to the hospital and, uh, it was it was all it was so fast it was just so crazy but as far as like being in the city like i don't know it it, it was I'm, we, we were we had been in the city for so long and i don't know the whole i i just keep thinking back on the whole that whole day as like it went perfectly i i don't even want to talk about it cuz i don't want to ruin it I, I i feel like we used up all our good luck oh that's good so you show uh, yeah. you really good birth yes super simple everything it was happy, healthy. Good, good. Are you liking Parenthood? Of course. I, I wish I was like, eh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 the best. I mean, it, it's that. It's the it's the uh, yeah. It's it's the greatest. We're in a really fun time right now 
where like right now she's just starting to really, I don't know. She's getting funny. She's doing bits. <laughs> it's, it, it's fun. It's, it's, it's the, the, the like concern over a baby is over and the excitement for like, oh, we're starting to build forts. So I feel like that means Legos are coming soon. And that means like, I, I'm, I'm a child. So like, I, <laughs> I'm just like, I got a couple year, I got a friend to play with for the next couple years and I'm, I'm excited. It is fun when they, when they morph from baby to very small person. Like that's happening now with my two-year-old. He's starting to be way more interactive and fun. And it's like a new person has entered. Um, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's like, or, or we have like a, we'll have a, we haven't had a play date in, in months. And then we're inside for, for, for two weeks and, and we have a play date and she'll have, and then that night she'll be like a year older. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, like, or like, we we went to like uh, one of those drive through like it was like Jurassic Quest like where you just get in the car and you drive around uh-huh. and you go you know they have a bunch of these things in L A where it's just like now that's the entertainment that we have and right. uh, <laughs> it's like that that experience like that like she'll just it'll be like three week periods and then all of a sudden she'll jump yes what seems like years in comprehension it's so weird the way. Yeah, it's so weird the way like the development seems to be in fits and starts. Like yeah. all of a sudden there's like oh, you're speaking in paragraphs now. And yeah. Um listen, you guys, and Bobby, if you're having trouble meeting your goals or difficulty with relationships or trouble sleeping or you're feeling stressed or depressed, BetterHelp is available. BetterHelp offers online professional counselors who can listen and help. You simply fill out a questionnaire to assess your needs, and BetterHelp will match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp counselors have a broad range of expertise. The service is available worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send unlimited messages to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Everything you share is confidential, of course. If you don't feel like the therapist uh, that you you have been matched with is a good match, you can change as many times as you want. So don't worry. You're not committed to someone. It's not. It's not like, oh, no, now what do I do? You can they will get you to the right person. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash best friend. Visit betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash best friend and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced Betterhelp professional. Bobby, tell me about... You Tell made about- that sound like you made that sound like I was the better help professional. No, <laughs> are you? I might. Can be. you? Can you help me? Thing. Tell me about yeah. Lofi. No, uh, no, it's uh, uh, Lofi uh, is insane. Um, it's a, a little cartoon uh, we got to make with Comedy Central. Um, I, I was looking to uh, uh, me and my producer friend Luke Kelly Klein, uh, this guy, uh, looking to do. Uh, Animation. I've been doing a lot of animation. I thought it was fun and wanted to do. Uh, uh, I used to love that show, Doctor Katz, mm-hmm. uh, professional therapist that was on Comedy Central. Um, felt improvised and it was just kind of had a had like that. I think it was like they called it Squiggle Vision. Like the animation oh, yeah. was just real, it's like jittery. stylized. Yeah, it was real stylized cartoon. Um, and I just always enjoyed it and kind of wanted to do just a super weird 
cartoon <laughs> and uh, was lucky enough that I got a, uh, they, they said yes. And, and I got a bunch of, called in a bunch of favors and got some friends and then some people that I just always wanted to work with and said, hey, do you want to be in a cartoon about a manatee that uh, deals weed from his tank at a zoo? <laughs> um, that sounds really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty nuts. So I know that you collect tons of stuff. And when we talked, you had like just tons of toys in a storage unit, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, still do. And comic books. You still do. Yeah. Did you move that all out here? And do you let your daughter play with any of it? Uh, yes, yeah, she plays with all of it. it. That's the best part is now uh, it's being used uh, and, and it's all getting uh, – it's 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 intended use is is being uh had um yeah no i just can't get my my i i moved a lot of stuff out here when we moved and then it was like eh, a couple months we'll get the rest of it and then pandemic happened and uh, now oh. i'm trying to figure that out yeah we'll see do you still have a place back there uh no uh no we did okay. for a little while and then we yeah I have to tell you, and this is going to sound weird, but your wife is the one who sold me on getting a king size bed because at <laughs> That's the time. That's the best <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. It's the best sentence I've ever That's, heard. Should we stop it there? No. Um, <laughs> and we're done. Because at the time, Daniel and I had a queen bed, which is fine, but it's still no. pretty like you don't have that much space. And she talked about like in a king, you can like roll towards your partner and then roll a couple times away you both have so much and now we i can't even imagine not having a king bed now i, I wish you were, i wish i was kidding this is not a joke i had a conversation with her this week about getting a bigger bed <laughs> wait I'm, do they I'm have 100 percent not kidding do they, they have, have some bigger beds than a, a, they have something called a california king that's bigger <gasps> than a king size. oh yes just so you know i don't want to Rain on your uh -oh. parade. A California king, I believe, is only longer. It's not wider. That I mean, that's that's bigger though, right? It, I think it it's might be more, a little bit narrower. More bit. Oh, if it's narrow. Oh, you mean long? Well, then we just have to sleep sandwich wise. We got to sleep <laughs> the other way. Look it up. Don't get don't get bitten no. by the by this snake. <laughs> I think it's a tiny bit narrower and a tiny bit longer. Um, well, I have think you ever seen those? Have you ever seen those like? Um, dividers they sell or for like hotels that you can like so you can push two beds together and it's like a pillow that's shaped like a t almost no so, they, so it's like a pillow that's shaped like 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 almost like this i can imagine it thicker yeah here so that you push two beds together and you put that so it like it makes it into one big bed. Right. That Does would that be bigger sense? than a yeah, that would be bigger than a king. Because to get five king size beds, <laughs> five of those pillows. No. <laughs> like giant Legos, basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like it, I, I really would just love to just put mattresses all over the floor and yeah. just sleep there. That would that be nice. is a little bit of a like Playboy Mansion kind of thing. Uh, now, yeah, that seems a little weird. But I guess also, as an adult, it, it's probably good to have an actual bed. Yeah, but I mean, there is something appealing about just a whole squishy floor. Yeah. I'm theme I want a house with many theme rooms. One just being giant bed, one being giant bathtub. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird way to say yes. Yeah. But I mean, I see the, the fun of that. All right. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. 
Is it just me or everyone? Okay. Melissa Lansdowne says, sing Hakuna Matata every time Allison talks about MeUndies problem-free philosophy. So that is a reference to one of my sponsor reads. And I guess I say, I mean, of course I say it from the heart, so I know what I'm saying. But I talk about their problem-free philosophy, but I'm not that familiar with Hakuna Matata. I know it's Lion King, right? Yes. Seriously? You don't know Hakuna? You don't know? Does it mean no worries? Oh, come on now, Allison Rosen. Does it mean Hakuta no worries? Matata? Of course it does. Does it mean no worries for the rest of your life? I might. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously. I feel like Hakuna Matata is one of the greatest well-known songs of all time. You know, it's, for some reason. It means reason, no worries for the rest of your days. But bare necessities. It, like Hakuna Matata starts in my head and then it called the bear. And it, like that is just kicking it out because we just watched Jungle Book recently. Oh yeah, I'm sure I know Hakuna Matata. I'm sure I know yeah. it. I, I how how can you? How, uh, that's one of those songs where I go like, if you have ears and you've ever been to a store, <laughs> you have you have to know it. <laughs> it's like that's like not knowing "Let It Go" from Frozen. Oh, in my mind. have you guys gone through a Frozen phase? Of course, yes. I, we're, I, it, when I, whenever I hear certain. Uh, frozen music, I am immediately taken back to that like time period of my life when we were in this brand new house. It was like right before we, we were moving into. Yeah, yes, very much so. But is it behind you? Because we're in an extended frozen phase that will just like the 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 never ending winter of Arendelle, Arendelle. It, it's it, it, we're in perma frozen phase. The the frozen phase was long. I, I guess like what would be the thing that she loves? I mean, like w- the biggest phase we're in right now, and and shockingly enough, but I'm extremely excited about it. Is very spooky Halloween stuff. Oh yeah, like loves Nightmare Before Christmas, and like loves anything with a witch, a zombie, or a Dracula. She she loves and like and loves all the scary parts of like the Pixar movies. She's she's you an adrenaline a, junkie. You have a cool daughter. Um, yeah, she's she's nuts. Okay, <laughs> in a good way, in a very very good way. Rio three thousand says, whenever I see a tanker truck on the highway, I imagine it is full of milk. No, that's not that's I don't do that. I get that. I, I get that in the sense of for some reason, and I don't know why. Well, actually, I know exactly why. I'm I'm lying. Uh, when I was a little child, I saw a limousine go by, and my father, I think he was trying to be funny, was just like, "That's Eddie Murphy's limousine." <laughs> I don't. I have no idea why. I, I I I'm sure I could I could have asked him before he passed. Of what he was talking about, but now I, I will never know. And so, to this day, whenever I see a limousine, I assume Eddie Murphy is inside. <laughs> Always, whenever I see a limousine, I just assume that's Eddie Murphy's, and he's got somewhere to be. Do you wish you had asked your dad what he meant? No, I'm kind of glad that I'll never know. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I see a tanker. I mean, I get thinking that it's like got refrigerated perishables. I get that. Jesse Hoover or Hoover says, I, oh, I think I will say, I will say from now on, I will think that. Yes. Think. Yes. 
I like that in a segment where we share our quirks and find out we're not that alone. Sometimes we we just pick up more quirks. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse Hoover, when I add eggs to the pan for frying or the bowl for baking, I count each one as I crack it just to make sure I have the right amount ready to go. I don't do that. That's a very safe way to live. I, I, I like that. I don't do that. I guess like I would go like, oh, if I forgot, I would go check how many shells there are yeah. in the garbage. You know what's a but you don't you wouldn't have to do that if you were prepared, right? You know what's a safe cooking thing is like if you're measuring out some spices to not measure it out into the measuring spoon over the bowl of ingredients you're going to pour it into. But That's I crazy. but I live on the I'm like your daughter in that way. I'm an I adrenaline always do junkie it over my child's open eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to do it too. Yeah. Um, okay, Wit Yao, what a fun name mm-hmm. says. Having to write in-class essays always made me have to pee. Just me or everyone. Everything makes me have to pee nowadays. Um, but no, I don't recall that making me have to pee. Wait, what having to pee? Having to write in-class essays. Oh, I think that just happened to be that time was passing and she had had beverages before it. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I, no. I though, used to write in erasable pen. Did you ever go through an erasable pen phase? I don't necessarily know if it was a phase, but I, I have used uh, erasable pens before, sure. I'm going to call it a phase for me because it was like <laughs> I, I was afraid to use non... I, I admired oh. the boldness, the audaciousness of people who could just commit <laughs> to a pen. I needed my erasable pens. I, you, I was strictly Sharpie from a baby. Wow. (laughs) Now that is someone who is is comfortable (laughs) with their voice. (laughs) And the thing about erasable pens is the ink and all the words would like then transfer onto the side of your hand, which I'm holding for anyone who wants to see what I'm talking about (laughs) and wants to see when Bobby said that T pillow connector thing. It looks like this. You can see that at youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. Please make sure you're subscribed. Okay. Uh, and lastly, Crystal Lorenz says, I keep my thermostats at even numbers, both in my car and my home. Examples are 68, 74, 78. If they are on odd numbers, I have to change it. Well, Krista, that's nuts because obviously you should be on odd numbers, which is what I prefer. Is that true? Not the thermostat, but like, if I'm going to set an alarm, I'll do it for, you know, 8.01 or 8.11 or something like that. I don't know what, just because I'm not going to be their bitch, you know. I'm not going to play <laughs> with their rules. <laughs> that's a fantastic way to put it. Um, that's funny. I, I have a number. I definitely have a numbers thing. I have the thing with the lost numbers and then like a couple other numbers. Like what? Like I, I have, well, like a 19 was, is, was like my hockey number and just like a unlucky number in my life. And now like the number of my daughter's birth, like, you know, just certain numbers, you know, keep popping up. But if you look for it, it but the lost numbers too. I also put the lost numbers like if, in everything, like their lost numbers show up in all of Lofi. I put them in a bunch of SNL sketches. Uh, I don't, oh, I definitely put them in a Mr. Mayor episode recently on a notepad that I was holding. See, and I don't even know what the numbers are because I haven't <laughs> oh, seen it. Oh, well, you'll see, and I won't spoil it for you. Enjoy. 
I think I need to watch it, except that so many people were disappointed with the ending because they felt it's like it was crazy to me that you don't know the numbers from Lost and Hakuna Matata. Those are two things in the zeitgeist that I feel like you I should like know. I I was not a big Seinfeld fan, but if like somebody made us like a reference about the puffy shirt, like I was like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I really feel like I've gotten far in life by knowing just enough. But it's this is where it all came crash. My house of cards came crashing down, Bobby. Maybe maybe I'm just being a nerd snob, and that's all. I was going to ask if you if you are judging me, and I guess I have my answer, <laughs> don't I? No, I just can't. I'm just I just am truly fascinated by by us H- dullards. Hakuna Matata is some, no no no. Hakuna Matata is just something that I go like. I feel like Hakuna Matata is like Happy Birthday. Like you just know it. Uh, maybe I'm being way over presumptive. Of, I of, mean, of, I even to, like my daughter knows Hakuna Matata, I think. Maybe I need to ask my, <laughs> well, Owen won't be able to offer an answer that makes sense, but I need to ask Elliot if he knows it. I, like I said, I think I know it for right, for some reason, Bare Necessities is elbowing it out of the way. Okay, put it, put it this way. Do you know, or do you know about this trend or like put it this, if I went into a Home Depot, Right now, today, with mm-hmm. a mask on. <laughs> and I went, Hakuna Matata. I bet you a bunch of people would start singing the correct lyrics. But if I went into, maybe not a bunch of people, just if I was lucky enough to get some fun other people like me in, in, in a yeah. in a Home Depot. But if I went into a Home Depot and sang Bare Necessities, I think a <laughs> bunch of people would just go, what? But nah, if I keep, were in there shopping. also with a mask... Yeah. I would be like, I know the lyrics. <laughs> I'm not going to sing them. Yeah. Um. Okay, I just, think there's more chance of Hakuna Matata singers in a Home Depot than there. That's all I'm saying. Just okay. So what happens? <laughs> just sing it a tiny bit. Never. My mm. wife is a Broadway singer, and I, I refuse to sing on on tape anymore. <laughs> Fine. I well, will. It's Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase, Hakuna Matata, for the rest of your days. It, well, it means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem-free philosophy, Hakuna Matata. Okay, just I just need to redeem myself for a second. No, it's not. A, it's not. <laughs> there's no redemption here. It's just an excuse. I need to offer an excuse, which is, I have two children. They. <laughs> are making me way less smart. So I, I suspect I know it. And unfortunately, the slate has been wiped clean with other unimportant stuff. I, my my hope is that I am in no way making you feel less than for not knowing the lyrics to Hakuna Matata. I'm just, maybe I'm just shocked. <laughs> I feel judged. This is, yeah, this is, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, 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 I don't mean to. You should I'm, I'm not going to release this. <laughs> this is just going to be lost to the sands of time. Bobby, it was so nice catching up with you. Please Same tell here. everyone uh, to plug anything you'd like to plug. Tell them what to go look for. Oh, go look for things that you love. Uh, actually, go watch uh, Mr. Mayor on uh, NBC at 8 p.m. If you, don't, and if you don't do that, watch it on Peacock That's or right. Hulu. And- and and every, we should all go check out Lofi too. I'm sh- I'm sure. Oh yeah, check out Lofi on Comedy Central or on YouTube. Just type in Lofi in Google and have a good day.
Yes. And while you're on the internet, perhaps you would like to see my Amazon storefront. I've collated, curated, put together all this stuff, products that I recommend and use. You can shop beauty stuff, um, all my podcasting gear. I have stuff for kids and home and a Daniel's Corner where I've put a lot of embarrassing items he uses. Bino, Breathe Right strips. I could go on. He's going to, it's a longer story. He hasn't had time to add his own stuff, so I've added it for him. Um, but it is stuff he uses. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Um, also, if you like what you're hearing, make sure you're subscribed. And if you would be so kind as to leave a review of this show, it helps us out so much. Five stars. It is um, my favorite number. Also, listen to my parenting podcast that I do with Greg Fitzsimmons. It's called Childish. And uh, I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Bonus uh, episodes, weekly Zoom parties, all sorts of fun stuff. And I'm also on Cameo. Bobby, thank you so... Oh, 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 I forgot. I should have said. And please follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, Bobby, thank you so much. It was so wonderful having you on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. You matter. I love you. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Good time, but now we gotta go.